You cannot catch a virus. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep, frazzle drift deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. This is your last chance. After this, there's no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, as always, on the other end of the mic. It's me, boy. I think that might be the new thing I do every episode. <laughs> just sing yeah. us in. Just well, you know how you know how Sam, one of our heroes, right? Mm-hmm. Sam and Gordo. <laughs> he does good morning, Swan. <laughs> That's a pretty good Sam, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he does that like that's his thing. So we have our thing now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Chris is not with us tonight. He's working that that late shift, keeping people in their lanes, hands and feet, in the vehicle at all time. Yeah. Unless you roll it five times and get flung out. Then you know, yeah. what, do you, what do you do? Then, then we'll scoop you up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Taxpayer dollars hard at work. Um, <clears throat> I had an awesome show tonight. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Super cool guy. Very visual presentation. I know this is an audio podcast, obviously, but the video is going to be up on Rockfin, and I couldn't encourage you enough to watch the video because it's going to make way more sense if yeah. you see the presentation. Well, you probably have a handful of like the weed smoke and ecstasy taken astrology girls out there, which, hey, if, if that's your bag, that's your bag. But they'll know that they'll already have the astrology wheel in their head and they'll be fucking dissecting that thing in their mind and it'll make sense to them. But if if you're just a fucking guy yeah you gotta see it you gotta see yeah. it i'm just uh i like i'm a mail carrier guy i don't know what you're talking about here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i only see envelopes every day that's yeah. the symbols i see yeah if you're if you're just a mail carrier you better get on rockfin and check this shit out that's it man it's gonna be an awesome episode we know you guys are gonna enjoy it a couple announcements before we get into tonight's show uh rockfin r-o-k-f-i-n dot com slash wb conspiracies get on over there check it out subscribe to the channel make a free profile it is free there is a premium aspect to it it's 10 bucks a month you get all of our premium content but you get everybody else's so it's a win-win man can't can't beat it yeah uh if if you guys haven't been on rockfin yet go to rockfin because it's not just like you know conspiracy stuff you could literally get whatever you want there's a show called history homos i don't know if you've listened to it <laughs> i have i have it's good dude it's, it's really fucking good. good then uh you know i follow a couple on um 
uh, like grappling shows and not necessarily mm-hmm. like, like WWF wrestling, but and sports, whatever you want, it's all there. Um, yeah. and, and 10 bucks, 10 bucks a month gets you our premium content, gets you everything else's. It's like Netflix. So, yeah. But better, but better. no cuties. And yeah. they don't censor us guys. It's, it, it's coming. It's, yeah. it's coming down the pipeline. Like if the RSS feeds go, Rockfin is where we're going to be at. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So and that's going to be the only place you can catch us, but um, definitely, definitely check out Rockfin. Whether you become premium or not, just go check it out. It's it's going to be a fucking YouTube killer because YouTube is is banning any any creator that has a conservative mindset at any point, right? Like they could tell they'd be they'll tell you Ben Shapiro is a white supremacist and they canceled his show. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's funny because he's Jewish. Yeah, dude. And uh you can't speak out about anything on YouTube. So Rockfin is the spot for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And we're excited to be a part of the Rockfin family. Um, we do have a Twitch channel. We don't have any videos up yet. We're just trying to get you guys over there to subscribe to the to the channel and then when we do have a schedule which i'm kind of still working on that behind the scenes in the studio to get a schedule figured out we'll let you guys know it's not going to be anything crazy a couple nights a month we'll be doing some gaming and we want to jump on with you guys and just kind of hang out talk about conspiracies true crime you know two on the left (laughs) so you guys know dinosaurs are fake right you know and just kind (laughs) of hang out have a good time it's a more i think it's a more intimate way to connect with people that listen to our show yeah or you know our fans of the show pretty lighthearted, also you know yeah it's just a kind of a kickback relax you know what i mean increase your kill death ratio and uh (laughs) talk with some hooligans for sure so check it out twitch.tv slash wb conspiracies uh our website wbconspiracies.com it's getting updated this week um, I know it's been kind of lingering in the weeds. It's not a big deal. Uh, my brother actually runs that for us. Um, he's way more creative than I will ever be. And he knows how to edit all that stuff. Like I went in to edit this week and it looked like, do you remember when computers like first came out? Yeah. The- and if you wanted to like run a program, you had to go through the code book Yeah, and like type in code. Yeah. That's what my computer <laughs> screen looked like when it was like the edit page. And I was like, nope, nope, not going to happen. Not, not happening happen. today. Not going to happen today. <laughs> nothing but anxiety and a little bit of crying. And like, That's it. I can't I do I, it. I thought I was giving my computer a virus when I, just, <laughs> I was hitting backspace. And they're like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Are you sure you want to do it? <laughs> yeah. Right. Cancel or okay. Uh, so it's getting updated. So it'll be up to date and hopefully in just a few weeks. Uh, some new uh, merch t-shirts you can grab it's a great way to support the show we're going to be doing another uh, order for the hats coming up soon um we're going to have a donate button on there so if you just want to throw us a flavor or 10 i don't know or like a 100 bitcoin whatever uh, whatever it is we're down for whatever because uh, yeah. i mean we are whiskey and beer and we would appreciate it if you guys help us out on our bar tab yeah the old bar tab it's a great way to support our habit um this episode is number 99. The episode after is the big 100. Um, 
so stay tuned for that. We did a little promo video on our Instagram for that. Some 100 shows. Guests, 100 shows. We're actually over that, but some of those Dirty Rotor on the Boy shows are no longer existing on the internet. Took a lot of government uh, intervention to get those out of people's homes. <laughs> so, yeah, like Kazam. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, damn, am I forgetting anything? Discord? Discord? Yeah, go catch the Discord. And I didn't mean Kazam, I meant Shazam. Shazam. Shazam's the one they took from us. Oh, Shazam. dude, speaking of another fucking... Okay, okay. Tony the Tiger. What colors? Yeah. Is, what color is his nose? What color is his nose? Yeah. Is it pink? No, it's black. It's well, black, okay. I thought it was black. I thought it was black. It's not black. It's blue, and it always has been blue. No, it's not. Tigers don't have blue noses. Dude, so Mike brought that up to me, and then my nephew goes... You guys thought it was black? You mean like you didn't know it was blue? Like, dude, and you weren't like, even oh. around when the towers fell. Yeah, Don't I'm even like, talk to me about that. I'm like, dude, first of all, you're from a different universe, so you can't have the same conversation with us. Because clearly his nose has always been black. Always. But apparently yeah. I, I'm wrong. Whatever. Here's another one for you, by the way. Okay, so in this episode we talk a lot about the well. <laughs> Kind of. Micah talks a lot about the Bible. I was like, yeah, I read the Bible sometimes. And things. And he's like, tell me the story of Job. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is when you know you, didn't, <laughs> you know you didn't do your Sunday school homework. Oh, yeah. And the pastor's like, and right here? I know mm-hmm. you're, you haven't tithed in a while. Go ahead and answer this question for me. <laughs> yeah, I did my homework. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Jesus. Yeah. He's like, see, okay. So your parents bought you a PlayStation for Christmas and you still haven't tithed for some reason. Why don't you go ahead and answer <laughs> <laughs> ain't tithing uh, but you're out here buying fucking playstations okay so you're probably familiar with this verse or a rendition of this verse right uh it talks about like during the end times the the lion will lay down with the what a lion will lay down with the sheep yeah the sheep or the lamb right nope not even in the bible never was Apparently, it's always been the wolf will lie with the sheep. What? And I said, that doesn't even make any sense. No. 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 So there's even Mandela's in the Bible. That, but that, but that one doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Like the wolf doesn't lay with the sheep. The wolf eats the sheep. I, well, I think that's that's the the allegory that they're trying to like say like a, a okay, pr- okay. the predator so is laying with the prey. Yeah, but, but it's, I see about why. Like yeah, I see the why they kept it out of, of our universe, though. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. So you have the Libra, right, or Leo oh. laying down with uh with the sheep one. I've already forgotten with the lamb, which would with have been lamb. what Capricorn. Or the the ram, is the ram? Well, that's the ram. What's the lamb? The lamb is the other one from <laughs> on the, from the other month. You'll Dude, learn I'm, about it. You'll yeah, learn about it. Anyways, this anyways, yeah, you'll figure. You'll it. learn about it. This <laughs> so here it is, uh, episode with Mister Micah Dank. So we hope you guys enjoy. So let's get right into it, man. We have a wonderful guest on the show tonight. 
bringing it in. We had some some trouble getting scheduling in there, but we made it happen. So we have Mr. Micah Dank coming on the show. Brother, how are you tonight? Good. How you guys doing? Good. Not bad. Not bad. Doing good. Doing good. I'm glad we can finally get this uh, get this going, especially like right around the holidays. People are busy. People are doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Not trying try not to end up in a camp somewhere. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, All too well. <laughs> Yeah, brother. So um really excited to talk to you tonight. Uh we're kinda gonna let you present and then probably throw about about a million questions your way when, when you're ready for them. But um if you wanna take a take a second to introduce yourself and, and what you do and, and how you got to be where you're at. So my name is Micah and I uh I'm an astrotheologist. What that basically means is I decode holy texts, ancient and holy text using the zodiac. And okay. um, that's basically what I do. I teach at a, a very elite online school for this. And, uh, you know, I have a seven book series right now. Well, it's six right now, but the seventh book is currently with my publisher and it's being uh, reviewed and everything. And it's going to come out in February, I'm starting to pitch around ideas for the eighth book. What okay. I've done is I've taken what I'm about to show you tonight and I've made it into a fiction series where the characters learn and discover this stuff. And I also do it with conspiracies that people don't talk about. Like I don't talk about nine 11. I don't talk about the vaccines. I don't talk about anything that's like really controversial. I talk about things that people don't know about. Right. Um, That's been hidden. I'm excited. I'm already excited. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So with your series of books now, because it's it's a series, does it is it is it like chronological? Like book yes, one is you have to read, yeah, book you have two. to read them in order. You have to read okay. them in order. They're very Dan Brown like. Okay. I'm sorry, okay. I'm not used to seeing myself without a beard. I fucking hate it. <laughs> um, yeah. No worries. Yeah. Last time I shaved my beard, my wife was like, Don't ever in your life <laughs> do that again. Uh, you got it. You got it. No Yesterday problem. my wife was like, my wife looks at me and she goes, So that's what you look like. <laughs> signing divorce papers like it happened right. cars coming to me um so cool man uh so the seven book series where can people find that so you can get it on amazon the, se- the series is called into the rabbit hole and that's what it is oh. it's just a bunch of rabbit holes and um you just search my name into the rabbit hole i also have a twitter real mr dank um facebook and insta micah dank you know, I sell signed copies for my house. I have a ton that I constantly send out. Nice. Um, so it's just, it's on top of Amazon and Audible and all that stuff. Um, my publicist, we're trying to turn it into a TV series. So we're starting to pitch in the new year. Ooh, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Do you need some extras or, you know, I'm kind of be probably free <laughs> in the new year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's cool, man. Very cool. Um, so how did you stumble into this? Is it something from a very early age or just like one day you're like, oh, well, I was, I was raised, I was raised in an extremely religious household. Okay. And it was like the kind of religious household where it was like, everyone's out to get us type religious household. Mm-hmm. And it just like affected me. <laughs> so I never right. took to it. I never took to it ever. And then, you know, I would always go through stuff and, you know, I never really found answers, but I knew that wasn't it. And then uh, eventually I moved in 2013. I'm from Long Island. That's where I am right now. But I moved in 2013 with an ex I'm no longer with. And we moved to Boston. And when I was out there, I um, 
I started uh, just going down rabbit holes and just, I came across these two researchers and I just fell in love with them. I fell in love with their work and I started doing my own work towards it and I would send it to them from time to time and they would like encourage me and stuff. And now, now I'm teaching for one of them and uh, I talk to the other one on a regular basis. And yeah, I mean, this is pretty crazy stuff. Either you guys come from a religious household or read Bibles or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say we were super religious, but church growing up all as a kid and read the Bible and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, same for me. Uh, I mean, uh, I still read the Bible, probably not as much as I used to. Uh, but my wife and I try to, we're relative, we've, we're fucking pretty regular with going to church. Um, <laughs> but with the holidays, we've been pretty busy. Uh, I'm not, like, if I had to, if I had to tag myself as anything, I would say that I'm like a non-denominational Christian where someone who's like very involved with the church life would probably look at the way that I live my life as not, you know, up to par. But to me, I'm like, um, I'm doing like most things that I should be doing as far as my interpretation goes. So, and I haven't, you know, I haven't murdered anybody yet. So, I mean, I think I'm doing (laughs) good. I think I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys want me to get started? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The floor is yours. Can you guys see this? Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So employ your time in improving others, yourself by other men's writings, so that you shall come easily by what others have labored hard for. I like that quote. And that kind of sums up what I'm about to do is I'm teaching you 10 years worth of research. You know, my own work, other people's work, I'm putting it into a presentation. Okay. So this is astrotheology in the Bible. There's the zodiac at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Capricorn at the bottom, Cancer on top. That's how it's supposed to look. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> now astrology goes back to the last scout caves, which is forty thousand years ago. See what happened was, much like the kid went into the cave to find the Dead Sea Scrolls, mm-hmm. uh, these people in France, these teenagers in France, went into uh, a cave in Last Scout. France. It's called the Lascaux Caves because it's in Lascaux, France. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when they went in there, they found this as an example. Now, on the top left, you see the bull. Okay. On the right, yeah. you see the many faces of the lion. And on the bottom, you see the horse. And in astrology, the bull is Taurus, the lion is Leo, and the horse is Sagittarius. It's just missing the bow and the arrow, the guy with the bow and the arrow. Mm-hmm. And what they found was they brought in some uh, scientists in and they carbon dated the wall. Okay, and the carbon dating came out to about 40,000 years, plus or minus 5,000 years. Okay, now for people who are are literal Christians who say that carbon dating is inaccurate when they're trying to talk about young earth, they're kind of half true about that. It's half right. Mm -hmm. Um, The truth is, is that up to 50,000 years, carbon dating is pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. But after 50,000 years, when you start to get the hundreds and the millions, it's it's not. It's just um, there's uranium dating there's other types of dating that they do but mostly they usually use carbon 14 for younger things okay right uh what they did was they carbon dated it and then they brought in a astronomer an astrologer with a computer because we have computers now we have the ability to do this and what they did was they um rewound the sky back forty thousand years to when this was carbon dated and they printed out the what the stars how they were at the time and they superimposed it on the wall, and the constellations lined up perfectly. Oh, wow. Whoa. So they actually knew 40,000 years ago the constellation, okay, which is older than any science we have. 
This is the oldest science. Okay. Right. Now there's questions you can ask how Jesus was able to heal the blind, how he walked on water, how he turned water into wine, why he had 12 disciples, why he was betrayed with a kiss by Judas, why he was dead for three days. Why is his birthday on December 25th? All right. All this stuff can be explained with astrology and we're going to do that. Okay. So Genesis, we're getting into it. it. Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. And that's what it is. That's what it's all about. Right. Now, I have to go into the 12 signs with you. I have to teach you the 12 signs, what they mean. And I have to teach you the code words. Because once I give you the cipher, it's going to start getting fun. Because we're going to be able to decode every passage. Okay. Okay. Okay? So Aquarius, what I talk about, is represented by the man with the water pitcher, which is the guy on the right goes back to the story of Zeus and Aquarius. Zeus brought up a young boy to heaven. The boy served people out of that water pitcher with something called ambrosia, which is the nectar of the gods. He got fed up with doing it one day. He went to the side of heaven and he poured it over, caused the flood. That's where the uh, Greeks get their flood story from. Mm -hmm. Zeus got mad at him, but realized that he kind of took him away from his family. And instead of punishing him, he immortalized him as this. The constellation Aquarius, the man born. Okay. So whenever, okay, you okay. word, whenever you hear the words son of man, man, baptism, water pitcher. Well, baptism, because this is how you baptize someone, right? A guy right. with a thing, pouring it out. Water pitcher, fountain, stream, river, pond, lake. That's Aquarius. Now, all the water, okay. all the water sign that I just mentioned, too. Okay. That's in Pisces, too. Pisces is a sign of the two fish in the water. Mm-hmm. Okay, all the water examples. <clears throat> Aries is the ram, and in Aries you have March twenty first, which is the spring equinox. It's a twelve hour day, twelve hour night. It's also the Passover. So, in the Jewish religion, the Passover is when God passed over Egypt, and anybody that didn't have the lamb or the ram, Aries the ram, anyone that didn't have the ram's blood smeared or the lamb's blood smeared on the door post, the firstborn sons were killed. Mm-hmm. In astrotheology, the Passover is literally the sun passing over the equator, mm. which happens in March 21st in Aries. Okay? Mm. It's, it's the spring solstice. I mean, it's the spring equinox. In Christianity, the passing over is changed, and it's called the resurrection of God's son. Okay? So whenever you hear the words ram, lamb, shepherd, ram's horn, you're talking about Aries. They're going to make an important distinction right now. Okay. The Jewish religion goes back to Saturn worship. The Christian religion, Jesus, is the son of God in the sky, the sun. It's mm-hmm. a solar worship deity. I'm going to explain uh, that. Okay. okay. Taurus is the bull. When you look at the sky and you see Taurus during the season where it's supposed to be, you know that you need to plow on the bull so that you can plant the seeds so that you can harvest in Virgo and Libra. So whenever you hear bull, ox, calf, or cow, cow being a female bull, you're talking about Taurus. Gemini is the twins. It's the story of Castor and Pollux Troy, whose sister was Helen of Troy. It's the story of Achilles. Whenever you hear twins or brothers, you're talking about Gemini. Try and pay attention to these key words. I'm going to reinforce them over and over again, but these key words that I'm giving you are key because mm-hmm. they okay. represent the sign. <laughs> Cancer is the crab. It's the sideways moving creature. We don't, we don't move to the side unless we're doing like a, a basketball drill or a football. Yeah, right, right. right. Quick feet, quick feet. Yeah. yeah, but the crab does. QF. QF. Okay, the crab does. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And the reason it does is it walks sideways and the sun walks sideways in cancer. Starting on December 25th, the sun rises a degree. Then the next day, an additional degree. Then the next day, an additional degree, additional degree. All the way till it hits June 21st. That's the longest day of the year. That's the shortest night of the year. <coughs> Once it hits June 21st, it walks sideways for three days. It stays at that height. Then on June 25th, it drops a degree. Then the next day, it drops another degree. The days get shorter. The nights get longer. And then on December 21st, the sun doesn't rise above the equator. Above the horizon, I should say. Mm. Okay. So the ancients used to say the sun was dead. And then it mm-hmm. walked sideways for three days. So suddenly God's son was dead for three days. And then it comes mm. back to life. God. It's number 25th. Okay. So whenever you hear crab or beetle, and the reason beetle is because during the Egyptian time, the scarab was known as the beetle, mm-hmm. uh, replaced the crab. Okay? okay. Leo is the lion, the king of the jungle. The ruling planet of Leo is actually the sun. So whenever you're talking about the ruling planet, whenever you're talking about the kingdom of heaven on earth, it's a metaphor for the sun being in Leo because the sun's in its rightful home. So whenever you hear lion, lioness, cub, you're talking about Leo. Then Virgo is the woman holding the wheat stalk. Virgo. Remember before when you said that you plant in Taurus? Well, the virgins would cultivate the wheat in Virgo in order to make bread for the year. So whenever you hear virgin, wheat, grain, seed, barley, corn, grainy things that's all harvested in virgo okay Okay. all right whenever you hear virgin virgo okay libra libra is the justice the scales the balance the justice the reason it's the justice is because it judges god's son as it passes over the fall equinox and begins to send it to winter and to cold and to death okay so whenever you hear law judge justice the just one divorce marriage court lawly things things that involve a judge things that involve a lawyer for example Mm-hmm. We're talking about Libra. Libra is also wine season. Whenever you're talking about wine, vineyard, wine press, that's Libra. That's when you press the grapes. Right. September, October to make the wine for the year. Okay? Okay. okay. Then it's also olive oil season. That's when you press the olive. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's Libra too. We have all lolly things, all wine and juice grape things, and all olive things. That's Libra. Scorpio is the scorpion. He is the betrayer. When a scorpion bites you, it leaves an imprint in your skin that looks like two lips. That's where the mafia gets the kiss of death from. Mm. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. The ancients used to, you know, in in, in ancient Middle East, they used to get bit, they would throw the scorpion off, and it would look like a kiss. Mm -hmm. Kiss is full of poison. That's the betrayal. It's a metaphor. Right. Okay. So basically, that's what it was and that's why jesus was betrayed by judas with a kiss judas represents scorpio right all the disciples represent one of the zodiac signs through this mythology that we're going to weave together okay wow the the sun is judged in libra and it's betrayed in scorpio finally in sagittarius this is where the bow and the arrow shoot the sun and inflict further punishment on the sun i mentioned this is december 21st sagittarius that's the day the sun dies Mm-hmm. The day of death is Sagittarius. Any death in the Bible, they're referring to Sagittarius. We're going to explain that. So whenever you hear horse, bow and arrow, spear, or horseman, you're talking about Sagittarius. And then finally, as Capricorn is the goat, look at the zodiac wheel on the right. Capricorn is at the bottom. 
And if you put a little dot or a little sun or whatever you want, and you trace it climbing a degree along the wheel, mm-hmm. it starts to climb in Capricorn. It starts to climb up the mountain on its way to its height, June 21st in Cancer. Okay? And just like that, the goat climbs the mountain. The, goat, the mountain goats climb the mountain better than any animal, any human, anything. Right. Okay, so those are the 12 signs. Okay, so I've given you keywords to look for. We're going to continuously reinforce them. Okay. 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 I feel like I should be taking notes. There's a lot of pressure. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Don't worry about it. Now, there's names for Jesus that you give him in church. Okay. They're all astrology based. Okay. Remember, okay. Jesus is the sun, not the sun. Okay. It's a play S-U-N, on S-U-N, not S-L-N, right? S-U-N. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Capricorn is the goat. When the sun is in Capricorn, his name is the scapegoat of Israel. When the sun is in Aquarius, he's known as the son of man. When the sun is in Pisces, the two fish, he's known as the fisherman. And it's also why he feeds the masses with two fish. When the sun is in Aries, he's called the lamb of God. When the sun is in Leo, he's known as the lion of Judah. Okay. When this, mm-hmm. the lady holding the stalk of wheat, Virgo, he's born of a virgin and he's called the bread of life. Libra is the scales of justice. He's known as the just one. Then he's betrayed in Scorpio. He dies in Sagittarius and he's worshipped on the Sunday. These are all names given to him by the church. Okay? These are all names given to him. And they're all astrology-based. Okay? Jeez. Now. Crazy. Anomalies. The sun is always behind Jesus. This is a picture of Jesus on the left. Mm -hmm. It's a stereotypical picture. You could really rip anyone you want off the internet. You'll find the same four things. The sun's behind his head because he represents the sun. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at any picture. Mm-hmm. The sun's always behind his head. Sometimes it's got a Knight's Templar cross in it, but he's always there. The two fingers up are an ancient comedic peace sign. Comedic peace sign being the Egyptian peace sign. This is the peace sign. This is the British victory war sign. The fingers are separate. It's a war sign. Mm-hmm. Victory. The John Lennon peace sign, it's not peace. This is peace. That's why you see pictures of Baphomet, Jesus, Satan, Lucifer, mm-hmm. all of them. They're all like this. They're telling you it's peaceful. Mm. Okay, that's where it goes back to. Now, the white Jesus picture, the face of him, is actually Caesar Borgia, who was the bastard <laughs> son of Pope Alexander VI. Before him, there was no picture of him, and it was decided his picture would be the face of Wow. He's got to be looking face, though. If you th- I mean, he's got slicky, smooth skin. He's got great <laughs> nose structure. I get it. Okay. I get it. All right. Now, the crown of thorns wrapped around the heart on the outside, and the heart is always on the outside. You ever notice that? The heart's always yeah. on the outside? The heart's on the outside because it represents the toroidal field, the human torus field, hmm. which I'll show you in the next slide. The ray of the crown of thorns around the heart, that's because it represents the rays of the sun. Jesus is crucified with the crown of thorns. Okay, he's the sun. That's the rays of the sun. Okay? Now, the toroidal field goes outside your body six feet like this, around you. Okay? And it's an electrochemical, electromagnetic gradient. Okay? Mm -hmm. That that goes around you six feet. Somebody's ever come up behind you, and you've just known they're there. They broke your toroidal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all they've done. Okay? This is what it looks like. The electromagnetic field of the heart. Okay. 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 So some people call it. Go. Some people call it an aura. Okay. You know that's basically what it is. Okay. Oh, okay. Makes now, sense. This is what it looks like when you're connecting with someone. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, it goes around six feet outside your body. That's why the elites mm-hmm. are trying to keep you six feet apart during this pandemic. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Micah, get off the show. Get off the show. Stop the feed right now. Get off the show. That's it for this episode. Holy cow. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Where, where did they get the six feet from? Yeah, makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, we, we talked about it then in the show. I was like, what an arbitrarily number they just right? six feet what if i'm five foot 11 and 15 16 what would you <laughs> why wow damn dude this, wow. Is, this is two people interacting with each other this is what the toroidal field does yeah yeah you sync up you ever hear of um women who cycle sync up yeah yeah they're within each other's toroidal field boom dude i just thought they were freaks but that makes <laughs> way more sense that right? makes way more sense <laughs> yeah. dude Sounds that's much more real. so interesting that yeah right that's okay. so interesting now wow now i was talking to you about caesar borgia uh-huh okay. okay he's on the right he's the face that is used for the face on the left okay okay that's the face of him that's the guy okay now let's start decoding things using phrases okay you heard of the phrase pride comes before the fall yeah of course okay one of you guys explain to your listeners what that means it, like in our own words, yeah. Uh, okay, I guess I'll take it. Um, I would, I would assume that in my interpretation, that the pride comes before the fall, is that uh, people who, um, people who are, um, uh, trying to think of the words here, arrogant. Uh, yeah, people who are. That's perfect. People who are arrogant. It's it's sums up as. The arrogance comes before a disaster in their life. I guess that would be a way to put it. I don't know. I feel like that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Good one. Anybody that's kind of boastful is going to end up eating shit in the end. Right. Well, that's how it's taken literally. Right. Now, what is a group of lions called? A pride. A pride. Okay. A group of lions is called the pride. The pride is the lion. Uh, it's Leo. Leo's in July and August. July and August comes before the fall. Before fall. Wow. Oh, right. Okay. So that's how you read it as astrology. That's how we're going to start figuring things out. Okay. 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 Now, in the book of Micah, okay, which is my namesake, he predicts that the Savior is going to come from Bethlehem, right? Okay. Does that sound familiar? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. However, in Hebrew, you got to know your Hebrew. You got to know your your um, Italian. You've got to know your English. You got to know your Greek. You got to know your German. You got to know languages to be able to do this. Right. But Bethlehem is two words in Hebrew: Bet, which means house, and Lechem, which means bread. So Bethlehem means house of bread. Well, that's the sign Virgo. Each zodiac sign is called a house. Mm. Okay, so the house is Virgo. She's so, got the wheat. What Mike is really saying is, um, the Savior will come from a virgin. Virgin being Virgo. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm seeing the connection. I'm going to read you a longer passage. This one has a bunch. I've highlighted, but I'm going to read them with you. Okay. Okay. This is Deuteronomy 32. He gave them honey from the cliffs and olive oil. Olive oil, olives, that's Libra, Mm -hmm. from the rocky ground. He gave his people butter from the herd and milk from the flock. He gave them lambs. That's Aries, the ram, and goats. That's Capricorn. They had the best rams. That's Aries from Bashan and the finest wheat. That's 
Burgo, the lady with mm-hmm. the wheat stalk. They drank the best wine. That's Libra. The wine season from the juice of red grapes. That's Libra. Libra. But Jeshurun became fat and kicked like a bull. That's Taurus. The mm-hmm. There's eight signs. There's two more here that I've italicized. He gave them honey from the cliffs. Mm-hmm. The cliffs, the high point. That's where the cliffs are, the high. Right. The highest sign is Cancer. Okay? Okay. In Cancer, there's a group of stars called the Beehive Cluster. There's a group of stars called the Beehive Cluster. Okay. It's basically, um, it's called an asterism. It's a group of stars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Honey comes from bees, right? Right, right, right. Okay. Now, milk from the flock. That would come from the Milky Way galaxy. And the Milky Way galaxy was named the Milky Way galaxy as far back as the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Mm. Okay, so this isn't a modern day. People are like, oh, translation, words. Nope, sorry, it was called that. Yeah. Years Mm -hmm. ago. (laughs) Milky Way galaxy is in Sagittarius, or the the middle of it is. So from your land, from Cancer to Sagittarius, that's your land of milk and honey. It's not a place on Oh, wow. Okay. This is linking all up nicely. Yeah, it's it, it's there's no way it's a coincidence that it's all lining up like this. So. <laughs> okay, now well, I, was, I was a little nervous when he because he's like, "All right, keywords, be ready, linking up," and I was like, uh, <laughs> And now it's as you Perfect. as you go through these slides, it's making so much more sense as you break it all down from like an, like each point individually. Yeah, I get it because uh, at first I was like. I don't know how a goat's going to give milk and honey. I'm not seeing it, bro. I don't know. <laughs> clicking but now. Yeah, this, it's clicking. Yeah, this is, this is great. This is great. Thanks. All right. So now I'm going to show you how we break it apart when you start reading Gospels. The Mount of Olives. So keep an eye on the wheel that I put on the left, okay? Okay. Jesus led his disciples to the Mount of Olives after his last Passover so that he could teach them a few more things. Pray, then wait for Jesus to betray him. While walking to the Mount of Olives, he gave the parable of the true vine. Now, Passover, that takes place in Aries, remember? Mm-hmm. Look at where Aries is. But right after that, he walks to the Mount of Olives. While olives are in Libra, those are opposing signs. Right. Okay? Now, while he's in Libra, he's waiting for Judas to betray him. Scorpio's the betrayer. Right. Okay? So you go from Aries across to the next sign over. While in Libra, Jesus gives the parable of the true vine. Well, the true vine is grapes. That's wine. That's Libra. Yeah. So you see how this follows a story. Yeah. In, in the sky. Yeah. With the key words, right? This is wild. Yeah. My balls are hot. 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 Hey, hooligans, want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Mud Water, that's right. It's a coffee alternative made with organic ingredients that is good for your health and for your performance. Listen, are you guys addicted to caffeine like I am? But does caffeine even keep you awake anymore? Or do you just drink it to avoid the headache like I do? Check it out. With one-seventh the caffeine as a cup of coffee, you get focus, energy, immunity without the jitters, crash, and the dependency. Okay, mud fuels your morning ritual in a way that will make you Spartans smile in the Buddha proud. 100% USDA certified organic 
non-GMO, gluten-free, kosher, vegan, Whole30 approved, what can go wrong? What can be better than this? Listen, if you're trying to get off coffee, trying to get away from the jitters, the headaches, the dependency of caffeine, give Mud Water a try. Click on the unique link that is going to be in the description of this episode to get you some Mud Water and crack that dependency today. Hey, Truth Hooligans. Man, 2020 was a wild year. And if 2020 hasn't made you think about how unprepared you were, perhaps you need to stock up on some supplies and we'll help you be better prepared in the upcoming disaster for Mother Nature, enemies foreign or domestic. So check out our good friends over at PatriotSupply.com. Check out our good friends at MyPatriotSupply.com. My Patriot Supply is a trusted self-reliant supplier of all things survival and preparedness. Prepping isn't crazy. And being prepared isn't crazy. They offer a full lineup of storable foods, everything from short-term to long-term food storage, to the gluten-free options as well as water and air purification systems. So head on over to our website and click on the affiliates page. Check out MyPatriotSupply.com with a direct link to all your preparedness supplies. Be a truth hooligan and join the millions of Americans who have taken safety of their families and readiness to the next level by staying a step ahead of the disasters at MyPatriotSupply.com. So head over to our website, WBConspiracies.com. Click on that special link under the affiliates page and get prepared today. MyPatriotSupply.com So that was the Mount of Olives. Now I'm going to give you guys two things from the book of Revelation. Just try and cover everything, okay? That's a scary book. Yeah. Yeah. First living creature was like a lion. Second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. Fourth was like a flying eagle. So people think that there's a four-headed monster in the sky during the ends of time, right? Yeah. Okay. The first living creature was like a lion. That's Leo. The second was like an ox. That's Taurus. The third had a face like a man. That's Aquarius. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Now in astrology, the Scorpio. Scorpion is the belly crawling creature. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the lowest form of life on Earth because it crawls on its belly. Now, you'll remember that in the book of Genesis, in the Garden of Eden, after the deception with the, uh, with the fruit, it was never specifically set up. Right. In fact, Buddha was enlightened under the fig tree. It could have been a fig. That's right. what all people say. Now, <clears throat> God punished the snake. He made him crawl on his belly. The snake had legs, but then he, he was made to crawl on his belly. That was his punishment. Mm-hmm. Right, it's right. the lowest form of life on earth. However, in astrology, okay, and you can look this up, I don't want to go too much into it, but basically the Scorpio's evolved form is the eagle. So it goes from the belly crawling creature, lowest form of life on earth, to the highest flying form of life on earth. Hmm. The eagle evolves one more time into the phoenix. What is the story of the phoenix? It rises eagle. from the ashes. The sun. The flaming ball of sun that dies, metaphorically mm-hmm. in December 21st. Comes back to life, just like the mm-hmm. phoenix, just like Jesus. So the so- eagle becomes Scorpio. Let me step in and ask you a quick question, Mike, and and maybe you know about this, maybe you don't. Is this why there's a lot of talk in some of the more conspiracy realms about the deception between, like, the eagle and the snake? How there's that difference there, but they're the same, like, kind of yin and, yin and yang type thing? So, in astrology, just to touch on that real quick, mm-hmm. it's just astrology, okay? Now, mm-hmm. Ophiuchus <laughs> is the 13th sign. It was never supposed to be the 13th. Mm. Okay. It's, it is the snake bearer 
It is a man holding a basket with a snake. Okay? That comes between Scorpio and Sagittarius. That's where Ophiuchus is. Okay. Okay? So do you remember the passage in the Bible where they say the snake will bite the heel of the horse? Mm -hmm. Okay? Well, the snake is Ophiuchus, and right next to it is the horse, Sagittarius. Wow. Okay? (laughs) All right? So now, when you're talking about that, okay, Ophiuchus and Scorpio are neighboring signs. Okay? So the deception between the two of them is the deception that Ophiuchus shouldn't be there Mm. and that Scorpio is there. Because what happens is, okay, it's more complicated, but it's basically, it's in sidereal astrology. Mm -hmm. Sidereal astrology, I'm talking about tropical astrology. Okay. Sidereal astrology includes Ophiuchus. And what happens is every sign has 30 to 31 days, but mm-hmm. they're not lined up with the month, right? Right. Not, okay. But when you add Ophiuchus to it, Scorpio goes from 31 days to six. Mm. Okay. So mm. it's a deception. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. Now, Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, Scorpio, those are the four fixed signs of the zodiac. Mm-hmm. In astrology, you have things called fixed signs, you have things called cardinal signs, and you have things called mutable signs. Each one of them have four signs. They're called fixed because they're fixed in their season. Mm-hmm. Okay? Leo is right in the middle of summer. Taurus, spring, Aquarius, winter, Scorpio, fall. Okay? Now watch this. Lion, Leo, man, Aquarius. Those are opposing signs. Right. Ox, Taurus, Eagle, Scorpio. Those are opposing signs. Follow it on the zodiac wheel. Yeah. But on the left, it makes an X. It's a pattern. So is there a four-headed animal in the sky? Or are they really just talking about this? This pattern, mm-hmm. this beautiful pattern that they did. All four fixed signs mentioned. Just telling you how you know what the middle of what season is. Right. Okay. So let's see. Revelation 12, the lady with the dragon. Remember this one? Dirty girl. Yep. (laughs) A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads, 10 horns, and seven crowns on its head. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. People think there's going to be a giant woman in the sky with a giant dragon. Right. There is. But it's astrology. A woman clothed with the sun is the sun clothed in Virgo. It's just a metaphor for the sun being in Virgo. Hmm. Now, if the sun is in Virgo, the moon will be at her feet. There's 12 signs of the zodiac. Okay. There's a 24 hour clock. So the sun spends two hours a day, like clockwork, in each sign. Makes sense, right? It's a simple math. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, if the sun is in Virgo, if you follow the zodiac, you know when it starts, follow the wheel like I showed you, the sun in Virgo is between 4 and 6 p.m. The sun is still out. If the sun is out, the moon is down. The moon is at her feet. Mm. When the the moon is up, the sun is down at her feet. Okay? Mm -hmm. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous dragon. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. The constellation Draco on the left is the dragon. Its tail goes from Aries to Sagittarius, which is a third of the stars out of the sky. Oh, wow. That's all they're talking about. That's all they're talking about. See, I knew Malfoy was behind all this shit. (laughs) 
You know, that's why I'm serving until I die. You know what I'm saying? Strikes again. Because that's a cool ass constellation right there. I've I'm not even this one. I'm not even familiar with. I've I've is this is this visible at 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 a portion of the year or depends on where you're at? Draco. Yeah, Draco. Depending on where you look at it. See, the beautiful thing about the zodiac. Sorry, the beautiful thing about the zodiac is is that it encases us. You cannot go outside and look in any direction and not be looking at a sign. Right. There's yeah. a there's an app that you can get on the iPhone called Skyview. Where basically you open the app, you point it at a, at at an area in the sky, and it shows you all the planets and all the stars you can't see because of the pollution. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's way cool. Yeah, there's, a, there's a similar one on on Android called Sky Map. It does the same thing. It's, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, the kids love it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. Because <laughs> I notice. Um, Mike, I'm a flat earther. I'll be, hi, I'm hi. My name's Big Country. I'm a flat earther. Uh, <laughs> I noticed that in this particular season that we're in right now, if I walk outside my house at about ten o'clock and I look south by southeast, I see Orion every night for about a month and a half or so, mm-hmm. and it's always in the same position. But that's just, and I think that's because, like, as a kid, like that's the first Big Dipper, Little Dipper, Orion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I'm mm-hmm. basically a genius. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Though. Yeah. Okay. Now, next, Matthew ten sixteen. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Remember that? Mm-hmm. The sheep is Aries, right? Yeah. The wolf is the constellation Lupus, who borders the Libra line. Those are opposing signs. Whoa. Okay. They're always going to show you this pattern. They're always going to talk about their opposing sign or their connecting sign. Mm. Constantly. I'm going to keep showing it to you. This wasn't done by accident. This is what they're talking about. There's too many coincidences. Right. right? So I've given examples of astrotheology in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. I've been accused of cherry-picking verses from the Bible to prove a point. So let's take a much longer passage and see if we can decode it as well. So it comes to the point where we're talking about the book of Job. One of you guys want to tell your listeners who Job was and what his story was? Oh, if I can even remember uh, the story of Job. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know if I could do it justice, to be honest with you. There, there's like there's like a few books that i revisit the most and job is not one of them <laughs> uh actually one of the ones i read often that doesn't even get talked about a lot is habakkuk but that's a one other sidebar but um fill us in micah i feel like i let you down now. i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay. job was a righteous guy who had land he had money he had family he had animals satan goes up to god and says he's only righteous to you because he has everything so god makes a bet with the Satan. with satan oh yeah okay he says bing 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 don't kill him he says you could take away anything you want you just can't kill him so little by little his family starts dying his animals run away you know everything house burns down whatever and then he's just sitting on a rock and he's talking to god god replies to him what i'm going to read to you is god's reply now the first sentence in god's reply is literally what God says. The second sentence is what he actually means. Okay? Job, Job 38, 32. Can you lead forth the Maseroth? The Maseroth literally means the Zodiac. Okay? Point blank, simple translation. Mm-hmm. Maseroth over time becomes Mazalot, which survives in Judaism today as Mazel Tov, which means mm-hmm. good fortune from the stars. So what is the Lord's challenge to Job? He says, can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belt? Those are obvious metaphors. Can you bring forth the constellation in their seasons or lead out the bear with its cubs? 
The constellations are the zodiac above, and the bear and its cubs are Ursa Major, the great bear, and Ursa Minor, part of the Big Dipper. Who can tip over the water jars of the heavens? Well, that's Aquarius, the mm. man with the water pitcher. That's yeah. You hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions. That's Leo. Who provides food for the raven? That's the constellation Corvus, which means raven and borders on Virgo. Mm. You watch where the doe bears are fawn. Riga, meaning deer, is located in Orion. Who let the wild donkey go free? Acellus borealis, meaning donkey, and is located in Cancer. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? That's Taurus the bull. The wings of the ostrich flap joyfully. That's Lambda Achille or Al Thaliman, which means two ostriches in Arabic. You guys see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. This is supposedly God's reply to Job. Okay, these are the words of God, and they're just encoded astrology again. Do you give the horse its strength? Well, we know that's Sagittarius right away, but listen, Mm -hmm. it laughs at fear, afraid of nothing. It does not shy away from the sword, the quiver with the bow and the arrow, Mm -hmm. battles against its side along with the flashing spear and lance, Sagittarius with the bow and the arrow. Does the eagle soar at your command and build its nest on high? Aquila is the Latin name for eagle and is a constellation a few degrees above the celestial equator. Finally, can you pull in Leviathan with the fish hook? That's Pisces, the fish. Okay. Now, Aquila, mm-hmm. I just mentioned before that Scorpio becomes the eagle. Mm-hmm. There's multiple meanings for eagle, just like there's multiple meanings for serpent. Okay. You heard of the constellation Hydra? Yeah. Yeah. Hell, Hydra, dude. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the sea serpent. Okay. okay. Whereas Ophiuchus is the serpent bearer. Okay. So there's multiple ones for different things at times. Answers to the beginning, how Jesus was able to heal the blind. These are the questions from before. Right. How he was able to heal the blind. What happened? The blind man came up to him. Jesus touched him in the eyes and suddenly he could see. Mm-hmm. The sun does the same thing. Right now it's dark out. I have no sight. Right. When the sun comes up in the morning and touches your eyes, you do what you're given the gift wow. of sight. Wow. Okay. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Right? How he walked on water. You ever seen a sunset on a lake before? Mm-hmm. Right. How the sun walks on water. How he turned water into wine. So do you know why God is considered a man and earth is always considered mother earth, a woman? Mm. It's because of his sacred fluid, the rain. Oh, wow. What happens is God's rain, sacred fluid, comes down and impregnates mother earth. And then from her belly, food, vegetation, life goes. Okay. Interesting. Wow. God's rain. Okay, in Hebrew, it's called shemen. We get the word semen from it. So what happens is God's sacred fluid comes down and impregnates Mother Earth. Taurus, remember, April showers bring May flowers. Right. And uh, that's in Taurus. And that's when you put the plow on the bowl and you plant and it rains. All the seeds that you planted, they grow and it rains and it rains and it rains and it keeps growing. And then... What happens? In Libra, you pick the grapes and you crush them into wine. That's how you turn water into wine. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's so interesting. All right. Why, wow. he had, why he had 12 disciples. Each one of the zodiac signs is a disciple. Mm-hmm. Okay. You remember Simon Peter? Remember mm-hmm. how we talked about uh, Judas being Scorpio? Right. Right. Let's give you one more example. Simon Peter. The twins? No, not the twins. His name oh, was Simon it. and he was given the name Peter. Okay. Okay. Why was he given the name Peter? It's such a random name. It's not, it's not like, it, it, you know, it's not like Michael, Mike, mm-hmm. Daniel, right. Danny, Simon, Peter. Well, do you remember what his job was? Hmm. Uh, I don't. He was a fisherman. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay now, okay. what sign are the fish? Cancer. Or Pisces. Sorry. Pisces. <laughs> you know what the ruling planet of Pisces is? Mm-mm. It's Jupiter or Jupiter. Just the play on words. Oh, so my God. Oh, wow. Okay. Jupiter. <laughs> Somebody just being mean. <laughs> Jew Peter, you. <laughs> obviously a German name in that, right? <laughs> so why he was betrayed with a kiss by Judas, we went over that. Why he was dead for three days, we went over that. Why is his birthday on December 25th? We went over that. This is all astrology. I told you guys we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Doesn't stop there. It's not just random passages in the Bible mm-hmm. that can be decoded this way. We're gonna go through the entire book of Matthew to show how deep this runs. Book of Matthew. Look at the zodiac on the left. Mm-hmm. The, red, the red that I've circled and highlighted, mm-hmm. that's where you're supposed to look. Okay. Matthew 3 2, repent of your sins and turn to God for the kingdom of heaven. <clears throat> Each gospel begins at one of the four major points of the zodiac and ends at one of them as well. The two solstices and the two equinox when connecting form a cross. This is known as the cross of God's son. Sun. The kingdom of heaven is Leo, whose ruling planet is the sun. That I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. This is the only sign that rolls over. So if the kingdom of heaven is Leo, the closest sign uh, to it is Cancer, June 21st, mm-hmm. because everything else is past it. Okay? So you have Cancers right before Leo. Right. Okay? right. So June 21st. This is the firmament between Cancer and Leo. Okay? The firmament is not a, it's not a dome over a flat earth. That's not what the firmament I don't, is. I don't know. <laughs> okay it's not what it is regardless of what you think of flat earth um that's not what the firmament is the firmament is the dividing lines because in the bible it says uh the firmament shows god's handiwork mm-hmm. okay that's the dividing lines that keeps one sign from blending into another right okay so the firmament of the dividing lines now the next passage matthew 3 4 john's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair and he wore a leather belt around his waist for food, he ate locusts and wild honey. We take the most famous drawing of a man, Leonardo da Vinci's Vitruvian Man, and superimpose it onto the Zodiac. We can make sense of it. Now watch what I do here. Cancer being the head is why he eats wild honey. We went over the beehive cluster, right? Mm-hmm, right. His head being in cancer, the mouth being in cancer makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what about the locust? That's just weird. Leviticus 11, what's clean and unclean to eat? All flying insects that walk on all fours are to be regarded as unclean by you. There are, however, some flying insects that walk on all fours that you may eat, those that have jointed legs for hopping on the ground. Of these, you may eat any kind of locust, katydid, cricket, or grasshopper. There you go. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's why he eats honey, because it's in cancer, and he's allowed to eat the locusts. Okay? Whoa, okay. A little lower on the body. Okay? Look where I circled. The clothes made out of camel hair or camelopardalis which is a constellation in gemini mm-hmm. okay so that's where the camel comes from the camel hair you have the head and the upper body so we're going to go a little lower taurus look at the line the midsection where you'd wear the belt mm-hmm. taurus represents the bull and the female is the cow which is where you'd get the leather regarding the belt orion's belt sits between taurus and gemini oh wow okay so that's where you get the belt the yeah. belt it's two different signs so next would be the baptism. Now, how are we going to go from the beginning of Leo, where we were, to a water sign to signify the baptism? 
you'd go across the zodiac. Mm-hmm. Cross signs, as they are known, are the signs opposite location. For example, Aries and Libra are cross signs. This is very important. A sign's two most important signs are its neighboring sign and its cross sign. This is encoded in the book as well. Here we see how it makes a leap from one firmament to the other. Mm-hmm. And with the water pitcher in Aquarius, personified as John the Baptist with the water. It's important to note, too, that John the Baptist and Jesus are always exactly six months apart. When you think about the fact that Jesus is born on December 25th and rises a degree a day, then that must mean that John the Baptist is born on June 24th and decreases a degree a day. This is why in John 3.30, John says, he must increase, but I must decrease. It's also why St. John's Day is exactly six months to the day of the birthday of Jesus. Just opened up any Catholic uh, calendar. Mm -hmm. That's what you'll see. So the next story is the temptation of Jesus. So we're going back to the Cancer Leo firmament of July 24th. This is simple. He's tempted for 40 days. So count 40 days. 40 days from there goes to September 2nd. That's right in the middle of Virgo, the lady with the wheat stalk, right? Mm-hmm. So what's the next passage? Matthew 4, 3, the devil says, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Here we see the mention of the bread, which tells you that the son is in Virgo. Mm-hmm. The next passage, Matthew 5, 17 and 22, I did not come to abolish the law. And if you're even angry with someone, you're subject to judgment. We were just in Virgo. Law and judgment is Libra. Those are connecting signs. Okay. Then Matthew 7, 9, 10, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? That goes back to Virgo. So it just switches back and forth, but it always follows a pattern. Matthew 7, 15, 16, beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep. And can you pick grapes from the thorn bushes? The sheep and the ram are Aries, and the grapes are in Libra. Once again, Mm -hmm. these are opposing signs. Okay, moving along, Matthew 13, later that same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. The story now moves from Libra to the barrier between Aquarius and Pisces, because he sat beside the lake, so he's at the firmament. If he, was, if he went in the water, they could say he was in Aquarius or he was mm. in Pisces, but he sat beside the lake. It's just a metaphor. Okay. Okay? Now, that's Aquarius and Pisces. It's cross sign is Leo Virgo firmament. As it's across from Leo, I mean, from Virgo, the wheat stalks and the grains, Jesus' next parables are the wheat and the weeds, the mustard seed and the yeast. Mm-hmm. There's a reason mm-hmm. behind all this. Moving right along, next is the fishing net parable. So just go back from Leo Virgo to Aquarius Pisces because Pisces is the fish for the fishing net parable. Gemini is the sign of two men, technically twins. However, there's just a short mention of brothers in the next passage. He's just the carpenter's son, and we know Mary, his mother, and his brothers, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. This ends at the firmament of Gemini Cancer. How do we know this? So look at the firmament of Gemini Cancer. Mm -hmm. What's its cross sign? Uh, Capricorn. And? Yeah, Gemini. Is it a where is it aquarius now look go look at where gemini and cancer is just follow that across uh aquarius uh sagittarius and capricorn oh sagittarius oh sagittarius okay okay it's right, a little the, cut off for me what is that yeah it is it is sorry about that what is the firmament what day is that i went over it before what happens in sagittarius in sagittarius should have been taking notes i suck at this. <laughs> Um, so across from that Sagittarius Capricorn, the firmament in between that. It's December 21st. That's the day of death. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is the day of death. Okay. Now watch this. 
What's the very next passage? It's the death of John the Baptist. This all follows. This is all planned out, plotted with this science. Okay. Now, let's take a sentence which sounds like it could be in the Bible, but is that I came up with. If I say to you the rulers were divided by war and love, it splits the land in half. You could read that as a literal translation. That kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. The ruling planet of Aries is Mars, who is the god of war. The ruling planet of Libra is Venus, who is the goddess of love. There's your war and love. Connect it in half like I just did here. It splits the land in half. Wow. Okay. Whoa. Okay. These are the kind of, this is how they do this in the Bible. Right. They're deeply encoded like this. Matthew 14, 17, and 32. But we only have five loaves of bread and two fish. Well, the bread and the fish are opposing signs in the zodiac. Mm-hmm. Virgo meets stock and Pisces the fish. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's why he feeds the masses with two fish. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's not, he doesn't split two fish up among 500 people. It's, the, it's Pisces. It's just right. star poetry. And the five loaves of bread, the year starts in Aries. If you count five signs over, you get the Virgo. Wow. Okay. Oh, which is when they plant, right? Mm-hmm. You plant Taurus, you harvest in Virgo. Yeah, our harvest is gonna harvest. Yeah. Plant. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. This is the cross of God's son, son. We're just in Virgo and now next is Libra, which is law and wine, remember? Mm-hmm. What stories do we get now? This is from Jesus. We're in we're in Libra. The story of the temple tax, the unforgiving debtor, divorce and marriage. And the parable of the vineyard world. So we have all lolly things and we have the grapes again. Okay. And we were in Libra, next is Scorpio, the betrayer. This is where Judas betrays Jesus with the kiss. Mm-hmm. And then Sagittarius, the day of death again. This is where Jesus is crucified. He remains dead for three days. The resurrection is December 25th. That's the book of Matthew. Do you see how this wow. is quoted? Yeah. 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 This is. The- there's no absolutely no way that this is all a coincidence. You know what I mean? Uh, it makes pretty clear sense. Michael, let me ask you this before you continue. Have you debated like a religious scholar on this topic no. before? Will no. nobody do it? I'd be willing to do it, but I'd, yeah. That would be interesting. I'd, I'd be interesting because obviously when I said I read the Bible, not a whole lot. <laughs> you know what i mean so like you probably even have more knowledge on that that subject than i myself do um this is super interesting uh do you have more is it does it keep going i'm about halfway through okay to be honest with you guys you guys just want to like split it here and then we'll just we'll 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 do another we'll do the other half another time yeah we can we can yeah, I'm, do I'm a part cool two that. um you want to do, do a part two let's do a part two yeah, let's do a part two. That way, um, we'll kind of get set up a little bit earlier in that well, way. Well, your 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 wives and your sister, mamas, baby yeah. sister sister wives and whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your sister um, wives watch my watch my pod, podcast and, uh, <laughs> and uh, let me know what they think, guys. Oh man, yeah. absolutely. Awesome. And it Wait, gets good qu- too. It gets good too. So what we're gonna do is when I come back next time, okay? When I come back next time, I'm going to. Go over the 12 signs again, because I have to reinforce that. Right. Okay? I'm going to go over the 12 signs again, and then uh, what we'll do is we'll just go right into it. Okay. That Perfect. sounds good to me. Let me show you one more thing. Yeah, please do. And I, and I have a couple questions for you before we, before we end the show tonight. All right. Jesus disappears at 12 and comes back at 30. Mm-hmm. You know how many people argue why? 
It's really he was, simple. He was learning stuff. No, he didn't go away to Egypt. <laughs> he didn't go to Tibet. He didn't become a Buddhist. No. This has been a subject of great debate, but the answer is quite simple, actually. What happens to a young Jewish boy at the age of 12? They have their bar mitzvah. Exactly. He becomes a man. Mm-hmm. So Jesus becomes a man and leaves to study. He starts his ministry at 30, but why? I mentioned the ancient Jewish religion has its roots in Saturnalia worship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Earrings. Women used to wear earrings. Men do now, but women would get their ear pierced mm-hmm. because they had to listen to their God. Their God was Saturn. Saturn had the rings. Oh. Why you wear a wedding ring, men? Because you had to pledge your fidelity to your spouse in front of your God. See, Saturn used to be a lot closer than it is now. Uh-huh. There was mm-hmm. a giant rearranging in the sky. And, and when they saw all these planets doing this and asteroids and this and that, they came up with metaphors and ways to describe it. Right. Only nowadays, people are taking it literally. Mm. That's the problem. These were never meant to be taken literally. Yeah. And lo- notice what I'm doing is I'm not using apologetics. Right, I'm not just right. coming up with, with off-the-cusp explanations. I'm using the Zodiac and the Zodiac and the alone. Yeah. Alone. Right. To decode all of this. Right. Right. This is amazing. <laughs> this is wild so, stuff. Why 30? <clears throat> Saturnalia worshippers said that you were not allowed to become a teacher. So Saturn came back to the point where you were born. It just so happened that Saturn takes 30 years to come back. Wow. That's why it disappears oh. at 12 and comes back at 30. Wow. Okay, so so now let me ask you this. So with all this research that you've done, that you've decoded, right? Right. What, what is what is your takeaway? Are, is your takeaway that, that that there is no creator? Oh, or God, that... no. no. Okay, okay let me ahead, explain it to you this way. My, I, I, my, my view on God is two things. Number one, I believe wholeheartedly that we are not separate from God. Because if God is infinite, you can't have something separate from infinity. So right. I think that each one of us has a spark of the divine. See, here's what I think happened. I think that before everything existed, right? Mm-hmm. Let's assume the Big Bang is true, which I don't believe. But let's assume that it is true. Okay. Okay? Which is no different than creation because we all come from one thing. Anyway, either Adam and Eve or the Big Bang. Right. Right. right? Okay? So let's assume that before anything was created, God is this all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving um, if you read Isaiah 45, 7, it says he also creates the darkness. So maybe there's a little mischievous in there, too. Mm-hmm, Basically, right. all the gamuts of emotions that we only experience lightly. Okay? Compared to the Almighty. Okay? So basically, to me, what happened is God is lonely. God was lonely. Because he was all-powerful. He was all-knowing. He, he had everything. But he had nobody to experience it with. Mm-hmm. Now, how can you experience something when you're everything aside from yourself? Right. Do either of you guys have kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. They're literally part of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're part of you. They're half your DNA. Yeah. But you experience life through them as separation. Mm-hmm. That's right. the difference between an overall creator in the highest dimension and us experiencing each other subjectively growing spiritually and learning as people that and you mix it with what einstein said about spinoza where spinoza basically said that the god i believe in says things like don't go to uh 
don't go to a cold temple and pray with everyone. Mm-hmm. Remember in the Bible, Jesus says the people that give the most money or that pray the loudest, you know, that do it for, for, for attention, they have their reward. Remember that phrase? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. They say you have, they have their reward. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's basically what it is. You know, so when you're, when you look at it, um, he says, go enjoy the mountains, go enjoy the lakes, go enjoy the animals, go enjoy everything that I've created. So my, my thing is kind of that we're, we're all a part of God and, but separate. Mm-hmm. Um, and the purpose of life is just basically to choose love. Right. Love over darkness. Down with that. That's basically what I think it is. Yeah. 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 So hundred percent, I believe in the creator. Now, astrologically, the sun tells the hour of the day. Yep. The moon tells the day of the month. Mm-hmm. The zodiac tells the month of the year. It is mm-hmm. a perfect calendar that took us thousands of years to figure out, but it was created for us. That's a wow, creation. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and let me so ask. Yes, I believe in God 100%. I believe okay. in God 100%. I disagree very, very strongly against literal religion. Mm-hmm. Believe right. in the books yeah. word by word. And I keep that. We have half a presentation to still get to. Yeah. Sure. And and that was that was going to be something that I was going to bring up too, because a lot of times that, you know, like as I mentioned earlier in the show, like some people look at my lifestyle and they're like, that's not how you should start yeah. doing it. That's well, not you know, Christian. <laughs> I, but I think there's a huge difference between a religion and a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. The the person that I talk to, you know, every night, I get down with them how I get down with you guys, you know what I mean? Like, hey, why is this shit fucked up, man? Like, you got to tell me what's going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just, that's my connection to 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 God. And, and it's different, I think, for everybody. Um, but if I could ask you this question, is it possible? Is it possible, perhaps, in, in your research that, god presented us with these creation is the way that he does because that's something that we talk about like in flat earth that the sky is a basically a giant clock and a calendar for us and it resets perfectly every year but um is it possible that god was like a man is gonna screw up my writing so why don't i tell the story in the sky that they can't change even though they can change the literature as much as they want, they can't change my creation. Is that, have you thought about that? I think you have it different. I think that these metaphors that I'm explaining, that I'm showing you guys, you guys are agreeing, make sense. Um, I think that that is because there's a quote that I want to read to you that encapsulates it perfectly. Sure. Hold on one second. Pull it up. What are we on? Slide 54? Okay, we're on slide 54. We have 102. So we'll do the second half another time. Um, here it is. This is John Dominic Croson. My point, once again, is not that those ancient people told literal stories and we are now smart enough to take them symbolically, but that they told them symbolically and we are now dumb enough to take them literally. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. That so taking, and, and it's yeah. not even that. We're just talking about the Bible here. Right, right. Okay. Let me just tell right. you, these are the books that I have decoded so far, okay, with astrotheology. The Book of Matthew, the Book of Revelation, Enoch, Jubilees, the Gospel of Thomas, Mary Magdalene, Melchizedek, Philip, and Judas. Books that are not biblically related, that go back to the Sumerians, mm-hmm. the, em- the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, the Enuma Elish, the Epic of Gilgamesh, the Code of Hammurabi. I've done the Quran, the Egyptian Book of the Dead, 
they all have the same code. Wow. They all are coded the exact same way with the exact same cipher that I've given you. And if you think about it, if we had to reset our society, right? And we go back to caves, okay? Let's say after the nuclear world war, okay? What would we need to know? We need to know how to make fire, how to make the wheel. We would need to know which plants are poisonous, which ones we can eat, which ones are medicinal, you know? Mm. We, would, we, would need to, we would need to look at the sky. We need to know when to plant. Because if you, if you don't plant in Taurus, back in the day, you're fucked. Because right. Then, then you can't get anything in Libra and Virgo. Right. No bread, no wine. Which is, incidentally, the bread and the wine are symbols of Christianity. That's Libra and Virgo. And um, you, you, you wouldn't have that. Finding God or arguing about God would be so down on that list. Sure. You know, we would need to know how to survive. Absolutely. And the only way you needed to survive before we had clocks, counters, smartphones, watches, whatever you had, they had sundials. Okay. They learned the steps in the sky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Horus was right. the sun god before Jesus. Okay. Horus took 12 steps in the sky. When mm-hmm. Jesus was 12 years old, he was known as the most high. Well, at 12 PM, the sun is at the most high in the sky hmm okay so basically horus took 12 steps in the sky and 12 steps at night he was always beaten by set that's why we have a sunset mm. okay because they borrow from all previous religions yeah yeah oh interesting this is wild that's so crazy so l- let me ask you one more question and then and then we'll give you a chance to let everybody know where you can find you and definitely we're gonna have a part two boy if you have any questions to wrap up this episode um, are, are you suggesting that every person represented in the Bible was never a real human? I didn't say that. No, I'm not, that. I'm not. In the I same way, to clarify. It, it, okay, in the same way that when you look at, you ever see a, a TV show or a movie that says based on a true story but isn't the true story? Okay, right. It's the okay. same. It's the same. Okay, yeah. that was that because was one of the questions. Find, you're always going to find. You'll find like a, a tomb with the name of james on it or a reference of jesus or a scrap of papaya that mentions this that is hardly a stand-in for i mean like we found people in mount vesuvius that are that are still there like we can view skeletons that are thousands of years old they found king henry under a freaking supermarket in england (laughs) you're never you're never going to find the bones you're never going to find noah's ark because the ark story goes back to the epic of gilgamesh Mm -hmm. okay so basically, these characters are given names. I mean, would you read the Odyssey or the Iliad and take it literally? Would you be like, oh, these are real people. I should really. No, it, the Bible's right. the same way. Right. Okay. okay. The Bible's the same way. Right. Well, it's like, and then we did that episode on giants, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe, bro. Maybe there were <laughs> fucking giants walking around. One yeah, time but think about this. Ago. Think about this. Think about this. Okay. You ever see a seven foot eight or like seven foot nine person? walking right. they yeah. have they, they have like the polio yeah they got that because their bones are too fucking big you're telling yeah. me that there's 15 feet foot people that can walk around that can balance themselves <laughs> right. when, when people that are when when basketball players are calling quits at 36 seven foot tall with their knees bro- best broken up yeah right okay yeah. i mean yeah, just look, at, look at every look at every tallest man on earth they have a cane because mm-hmm. their bones literally cannot support their weight Right. I don't believe that there were 15 foot things. Now I can't explain away these 
I can't explain away these bones that they found, you know, where they find giants. Yeah. The right. only thing I the only thing I could think is they're not they're not Homo sapiens. Like I can only think that they're different animals. Right. Right. Like a, a gorilla could be hundreds and hundreds of pounds, and they're roughly our size. Yeah. Maybe just I, a little bit bigger. You know. So it is possible. Yeah. That's really not what I get. It. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting though. Uh, boy, do you have any other questions or? No, man, I can't wait to do the second half. Um, like I said, all this stuff is just dropping in perfectly. Uh, it, it fits, you know what I mean? I've always said there's no thing, no such thing as coincidence. So, yeah, um, that's we've learned anything on this show. That That's to be true. Well, I'm super yeah. glad to, got, to, to have been the guy to introduce you to this stuff. Believe me, 90% of this stuff is my own work. You know, that's there awesome. is 10% awesome. learned from others. You know, I didn't invent the science, but I am taking it a step further. Yeah, well, oh, that's always, awesome. Yeah, you always have to have someone to do it. So, yeah. So I'm on Twitter at Real Mr. Dank. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Micah Dank. Everyone just follow me. Follow me. Reach out to me. I'll reach out to you. You know, I sell signed copies of the books. If you like what I did with religion in this podcast, mm-hmm. the book series does that with the same thing. It's still religion based too, but also with conspiracies. Nice. Heck yeah, that's our wheelhouse. <laughs> all right well honey if you see a charge on the credit card you know <laughs> i got a series coming in the mail baby no man this is awesome i want to thank you again for your time in the presentation halfway thus far amazing can't wait to do the second half absolutely um, and we'll definitely yeah, guys, you got my out. email you got my email and my social just just hit me up let me know when you want to do this hopefully soon yeah. absolutely yeah 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 because sure. yeah. we, we want it fresh we don't want to like all right just, you know, remind, just remind me just remind yeah. me we're on uh we're on slide 54 54. You got it. Yeah. 54. Make it. a mark of it. And uh, we'll come back and do part two. Uh, man. So that is it for this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I have been Big Country. I'm Boy. And we will see you guys on the next one. Take care. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You ain't saying this whole. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. I'm a human being. God damn it! My life has value. By order of the hooligans. Welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.